friends, and welcome to one more edition of In the Lab with Drew Doherty and John Harris. All right, In the Lab, for those that don't know, oh man, I said I was going to have a fancy intro and I didn't deliver. Well, hopefully you don't have the intro that I said right as you hit uh, record. Nope, I didn't. Okay. I, I kept that out. But good. John, it's Very great nice. to see you. It's good to see you, buddy. Great to be back in the lab where you and I kind of delve off the beaten path a little bit. We stay within the football realm. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had our five favorite Texans names in the past in the lab. We've had um, the road records of the home op- of our home opponents next year and vice versa. We've done all, all sorts of things. Today and next week, mm-hmm. we're drafting an ultimate 11. The this, best 11 mm-hmm. on offense, the best 11 on defense, but you and I go back and forth, so we've got to right. come up with our own teams. So this is, just so, so people know, this has been my brainchild for, for a very long time. When I put together my first college football uh, preview, which was back in 2009, I had been thinking about this idea for, for a few years, and I, I love drafts of all kinds. I, I could watch the NHL draft all day. I mean, I just I just love drafts. I love I don't know. There's some anticipation about who that that uh, GM is about to draft. And we used to do this as kids. And I grown up. And you know our good buddy Lance Airline, his mm-hmm. brother Mike, and we had another friend of ours. And we we played all kinds of games. And we would have Stratomatic baseball, but we didn't like playing with the the the, the team itself. We would spend like a couple days studying the Stratomatic cards, and then we'd have our own draft. Like we draft our own teams. Yeah, and we we'd love doing that. And so I thought, man, what would be a cool idea? I was like, I always think about what if you had players from different eras that could play together. Like, what if you could put together an alternate eleven? That gave me the idea. And so that was the original concept. And then for radio, it kind of became more of a list-driven thing. But that's where that's where it emanated from. So this is the true heart of my idea a long time ago, which was come up with the ultimate eleven. Offense, optimum eleven defense, and you could, you know, it could be the ultimate eleven Texans of the, you know, two thousands versus the ultimate eleven Texans of the twenty tens. Yeah, and, you know, you could go from that, that uh, going that way. But this for us today is just you're going to draft your ultimate eleven. I'm going to draft mine, but we can't repeat any. Now we're going to work on offense today. We're not doing snake draft, are we? We're just going back and forth. Just, uh, just going back and forth. Okay, all right. Just going back and forth. All right. But we cannot draft the same person. Once That's that fine. person's taken, off the board. Quarterback. Now this now this the way you set up your eleven can be a little different in one we'll do it this way. You can have a quarterback. You can only take one. One quarterback. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Ooh right. I see you thinking. One quarterback. Yeah. Because you wa- can cripple a guy. If, oh yeah. There's no question. Yeah. Anyways. One quarterback. Uh let's go one quarterback, one running back. Two wide receivers, a tight end, and a flex. You can put the flex whoever you want. Okay. One quarterback. It can be any skill position. Any skill position you want. And then five O-linemen. So one quarterback, one running back, two wide receivers, tight end, flex, five linemen. Okay. I'm ready. Let's do it. You want to do it? You ready? Who's, who's picking first? Uh, okay. Here's your trivia question. If you get this right, okay. then... I get to go first. Yes. When... When I went to Brown University, I started there in 1990. Yeah. When I got there, who held the record for the most interceptions in his career at Brown University? Deion Sanders. That's a good guess. Yeah. No, Who's the most famous Brown alum? Chris Berman. No, it was Joe Paterno. But Oh, Joe Paterno? 
All right. You got it. Good. Yeah. Go first. All right. You go first. No, I, now, I, you don't have to go in that order. You want me to go first, though? You, you go first, but you do not. All right. No, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. You do not have to go in that order. It's probably encouraged that you don't. Right. But anyways, I'm still going to go quarterback first. I'm going with Deshaun Watson first. Okay. All so, right. There you go. Yeah, that was uh, – that I, I thought there would be two ways. Now, here's the other thing. It can be historic. It can be current. Yeah. It can be someone that played with the Texans that maybe got traded, and that's going to be my first pick at left tackle. I'm going to take Dwayne Brown. Okay. I'm going to make. I'm going to. I'm going to rectify the mistake I made in 2008 that I've had over the years. He was my second pick. So I'm taking. I'm taking left tackle, and I'm doing that. I know there were probably a few players I put ahead of him, but oh no, not. I, I needed to get him because that doesn't leave you a lot of tackles on the board, bro. Andre Johnson. That's who I go with next. Not bad. See, now, the way that I think about this, I know, you, well, we do have two wide receivers, so you could eventually take Hopkins. Yep. And that would that would really fry me. So I'm going to take DeAndre Hopkins right here. Okay. Um, this is tough. You've taken the greatest left tackle in team history. Mm-hmm. So I've got, so I got DeAndre. I know where I want to go next. I really want to take Arian Foster, but I got to have a good offensive line. So I'm going to go with Eric Winston. Okay. Go ahead. I'm going to I'm going to take Foster. Okay. You went away from your draft board. I can see your draft board over there. Yeah. You went away from your draft board. That's something you you absolutely have have you couldn't do that. Okay. So I've got. I'm putting Foster in my running back position. Although I could use him in my flex, but I'm going with my running back position. Okay, thus far, through six picks, John has Dwayne Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, and Arian Foster. I've got Deshaun Watson, Andre Johnson, and Eric Winston. Right. I'm going to stick with the offensive line, Chris Myers at center. Good good one. I thought about taking Myers in my first pick because I thought, who would I have at center? But now I know I knew who I had two guys in mind at center, so I knew who my second guy is going to be. So I can wait. Mm-hmm. I can wait to take him because you're not going to take another center. Yep, you're you're good. So I don't yeah I don't have to worry about that. Um, but I would like to put Chester Pitts next to Dwayne Brown. Okay, that's a good pick. I'm going to take uh, Wade Smith. I'm staying on the offensive line. Yeah, that's a good one. Now keep in mind we're only doing offense. Yeah, we're not doing today. defense. Yeah, yeah. We're only doing offense today. So. Uh, I do not have my quarterback yet, but I'm going to wait because you're not going to take a second quarterback, and you're not going to because you're not going to take Matt Schaub and put him at flex. So no. Matt Schaub's eventually going to be on my roster. I could I'm, do that, couldn't I? Presumably, yes. <laughs> presumably, you could. And, and then you'd what? Go to war with Sage Rosenfels or uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick? Or I, I probably would go with. Uh, uh, yeah, Anyways, we're fair enough. enough. So I've taken. I, I could go with David Carr. David Carr had the best year, I guess, out of, out of any of those. Um. So I let's see. I got wide receivers. You know, I'm gonna go with at tight end. I'm gonna go Owen Daniels. Okay, it's a good pick. Mm. I'm gonna veer off my draft board again. Yeah. See that that you can't do that. You need to you stick to your draft board. I'm that way, that way you're not kicking yourself at the end of this. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go with Mike Brizel. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. All right, recap for us uh, what we got. I've ha- I have Deshaun Watson at quarterback, Andre Johnson 
at wide receiver, and then I've gone offensive line the last four. Eric Winston, wow. Chris Myers, Wade Smith, and Mike Brizel. I still need a left tackle. You have Dwayne Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, Arian Foster, Chester Pitts, and Owen Daniels. You've got one offensive lineman, but no, I got two. two I got excuse two. me, two, but your skill position pretty much set. Yeah, I do, but I but I feel good about the left side of my line. So I'll put Chester left guard, and I know who my center is. I know who my quarterback's going to be. So I I feel I feel okay with that. So uh, I know I've got to get my right guard, my right tackle. And you know what? I'm just going to jump in front and go right tackle with Derek Newton. Okay. I'll put Derek Newton at right tackle. And you've already got Winston. So the question for you is who's going to be your left tackle? Now, you could move Winston over left tackle, but that would be game in the system if you want to, if you want to go that way. You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and go with Brandon Brooks. I'm going to round out my line. That's a, that's a great pick. I mean, sort it out. Let I guess Wade could play left tackle if he needs to. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's what I'm gonna do. Brandon Brooks, Pro Bowl right guard. All right, now the, the picks I know that I have to that I have to make at some point are quarterback and center, but I'm saving those for the end because I know you won't take those two. Yep. Uh, and then we obviously need a flex as well. Okay. Um. So two, four, six. So we got five picks left. Yeah, I was I was thinking Brandon Brooks too, and that's that that bothers me that you you jumped in front and took that took my right guard pick. Um, so at wide receiver, I go Kevin Walter. Okay, I'm gonna go with Will Fuller. Ooh. So I've got Dre and Will Fuller. Ooh, that's pretty good. Yep. That is pretty good. All right. My roster really wouldn't be complete unless I had a good slot receiver. So, in my mind, I'm saying I have to take David Anderson as my flex. But if I'm going I'm going based on one year, on one year, had he not gotten injured, I'll take my flex as Steve Slayton. That's a pretty good pick. Pretty, pretty good. I like that. Okay. All right, I'm going to go Dominic Davis, Dominic Williams for my running back. Yeah, I just thought about that when I said Slayton. All right, my toughest pick, man, my toughest pick. You got all your linemen. I feel pretty good about my line. I've got Dwayne Brown, left tackle. I've got Chester Pitts at left guard. I know I'm eventually going to take Steve McKinney as my center. I know I'm eventually going to have Matt Schaub as my quarterback. So now it comes down to my right guard, and you took Biscuit, and you took Brandon Brooks. And I took Wade Smith. You did. Dang it. I'll take Ben Jones. Ben Jones, pretty good shot. So I know what my roster is going to be. Okay. I need a tight end and a flex. So you know what? I'm going to go with Joel Dreesen. Very capable tight end over the years. All right, I'm going to go a little bit of an upset here. I love Steve McKinney. But I forgot about our current center. Nick Martin. We'll take Nick That's Martin, who I so. thought you were talking about when you said you got your center. Yep. All right, so I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten players. I need a flex, huh? You need a flex. So you're basically going for the best offensive weapon that you could possibly come up with. Mm. Jacoby. So what are, what are the options that are still out there? Jacoby. Uh, you've got Ellington. Ellington. Bradford. 
I'm just thinking way back to Bar Gaffney. You could put there. You could, hell, you could put a tight end there. You could put Ryan Griffin there if you wanted to. Yeah. You can go with uh, Steven Anderson. A lot of different ways you could go with the, that. That's why I like the flex position. Go CJ Fedorowitz. I could do that. <sighs> you took Dominic Davis. Took Dominic Davis. So you you took that off the board. Man, I'm in a tough, tough spot. I mean, you could put a could put a run. You could Ron Day in there. I mean, look, it's that flex position is anything you want it to be. Uh, I don't like this man. I don't like this at all. Devontae Leach. You could also take Matt Schaub and really hose me. No, because you can only take one running, one quarterback. I thought about doing that, making that my third pick, and really. You you would have hosed me at that point. Yeah. You know what? Let's go with uh, let's go with Ryan Griffin. Okay. I'll go with Ryan Griffin. So I have two tight ends set. And my last pick, that's eleven for you, right? Yep. So your last pick is a quarterback. My last pick is a quarterback because I, at that point, you've got yours. So I will take. The Schaubinator. All right. Let's I'll take Matt Schaub. Let's uh, go over it. John's team. So here it is. His, in order of the way they were picked, Dwayne Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, Arian Foster, offensive lineman Chester Pitts, tight end Owen Daniels, mm-hmm. right tackle Derek Newton, wide receiver Kevin Walter, running back slash weapon Steve Slayton, Ben Jones, Nick Martin, Matt Schaub. It's pretty good. It's pretty, pretty good. I mean, how, in, how are you going left to right on your line? You got Brown. Well, here's what it looked like: Matt, Matt Schaub, Aaron Foster in the backfield, wide receivers Hopkins, Walter, tight end Owen Daniels. Left to right, I'll go Dwayne, Chester, Nick, Ben Jones, Derek Newton. It's a good line. My line. <sighs> now you got decisions to make now on your line. But you do have Deshaun, so you you are. I thought about taking Ephraim Salon, but I thought you might. That was the one when I was when I was doing this exercise in my head driving up today. I thought about okay, I need to have two players at each like what are the key positions where there haven't been like there haven't been that many left tackles because Dwayne was there for so long. Yeah. So you don't have that many left tackles, so that's why. I, and I don't have any. I really the only tackle I have is Winston. That's like the true tackle. That's what we know him. I'm going to keep him at right tackle. I'm going to keep Myers at center, obviously. Yep. And, heck, I'm going to keep Brooks at right. No. I'm going to keep Brizel at right guard. So I'll flip Brooks over to left. And then you're going to put Wade at tackle? I'll put Wade at tackle. But it's a versatile line because mm-hmm. the guards can play either spot, probably. Myers could kick out the guard. And then, obviously, we got... The man under center, Deshaun Watson, Dominic Davis, Dominic Williams behind him, and then the greatest offensive force in team history, Andre Johnson out mm-hmm. wide, as well as Will Fuller, who can stretch the defense and has played gangbusters. And who did you take as your flex? You took Griffin? With Griffin, yeah. That's that, that's a good mix. Griffin and Dreesen. That's a good mix. Yeah. I mean, I would have liked to have seen a healthy Matt Schaub on my roster. I would have liked to have seen a healthy Matt Schaub throw to DeAndre Hopkins for longer than a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you and, – and, I shouldn't even say that from that standpoint because Matt wasn't even really healthy in 2013. Yeah, had, he, had, he didn't get a full year with DeAndre. Right. Had you had 09 or 10 Schaub throwing to DeAndre, I mean, who's, te- who, think who's about telling what they could have done at that think point? Think about that. I think this further magnifies also the greatness of DeAndre Hopkins mm-hmm. as a rookie who we've heard from him and from Andre Johnson he didn't know how to run routes yeah, really well. Yeah. I mean, he was just like, That's hey, why don't you just story. throw just, me the ball? You know, DeAndre, or just Andre throw it Johnson up. told that, that story. 
Okay, so he didn't really know how to run routes, A. He was a rookie, B. And he had like a revolving door at quarterback. He had Schaub. He had Keenum. He had Yates for a little bit. Back to Schaub and Keenum. So he had all that, and he still he still had 800 yards receiving. This guy is amazing. Just he, amazing. He really is. When I, when I look at my roster, just from a scheme standpoint, with my offensive line, I, I mean, all of them, with the exception of Nick, all of them were were part of some bigger parts, some smaller parts, but all of them were part of the zone blocking scheme that, that Gary Kubiak ran here. Yeah. And I've got the best zone blocking running back maybe there ever was. I mean, you could put Terrell Davis in that mix, you put Aaron Foster. I mean, it's basically those two in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. They were incredible in the, in the in the ZBS. And now I've got Matt Schaub, who was excellent with ball handling and running bootlegs and running play action, off, off the zone action. I mean, that's – I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm tailor-made with Owen Daniels at tight end to be able to run some of that stuff. But I think those groups could have been able to run a little bit of power, and I think I can run power with these guys too. Yeah, but, you had a big, bad but, offensive line. Yeah, but I, I, I stayed true to my board, and I knew there were positions that if you took a guy, I was just going to have to wait. So I, I like did. I like my chances, though, with the guy I got under center. Yeah, you do. Because, again – Going back to Watson Andre, throwing to Andre and Will is pretty good. Andre Johnson said it himself <laughs> when he was on the radio with us. He said, yeah, people keep saying, man, you'd had Deion, Deshaun <laughs> Watson throwing to you. You'd have caught 20 touchdowns a year. That's, I mean, that's amazing to think will about. Will Fuller had, what, eight touchdowns this year in four games, five games, <sighs> seven touchdowns, something like that? There was a point, I think it was after the Seattle game. Yeah, I think it was after the Seattle game, that Will had played – He'd st- his first game of the year was the Tennessee game because I remember him coming back. And then he had to return punts in that game, and I was saying all week, like, I hope he's not running back punts. And he had to because Tyler Urban had gotten hurt. But that was his first game. So it was, it was Tennessee, Kansas City, Cleveland, Seattle. So those four games. So after those four games, Will Fuller had 13 total catches. <laughs> Seven of them were touchdowns. <laughs> Oh, okay, and you know what? That's that's insane. The Seattle game, the Seattle game was recently on NFL Network yeah, in its entirety. Right. Something that we don't talk about at all, and it got swept under because of so many other things going on in that game in that week. Yeah. Will Fuller returned punts in that game, and he did a really, really good job. Some of them got wiped out because of penalties elsewhere. Yeah. But he averaged like, if I want to say, he averaged about fifteen yards a punt. He return. did a good job he returning like that game. He got you chunk yardage that. That yeah. hidden yardage that really helped out. He looked good, but a lot of them, like I said, were negated because of penalty, and then you forget about the right. others because just the game ended up in a loss and all the stuff going on, the shenanigans elsewhere. So, yeah. I, I said this to Mark uh, on radio on, on Tuesday. When we were talking about quarterbacks and, and quarterbacks making mistakes and things like that, and if you, as a quarterback, make enough plays, people, I'm not going to say they forget about your mistakes, but at times they do. And I said to Mark, he, you know, Deshaun got an award for that Seattle performance. Like the, what was it? The, uh, was the uh, courtyard, courtyard by, by Marriott, Marriott on the road. Or on something. the road to greatness award. Because right. it was the best performance of a visiting team quarterback. Or best per- performance by a player on the road. Yeah. And it just so happened to be that weekend. And we lauded him for that. And we watched all the highlights for that. I think we forget he threw a pick six in that game too. Yeah, and he brushed it right off. And, and just, just went right dealt. back to yeah. dealing. And it made me think about it because we were talking about Lamar Jackson and a lot of people – and we're in the draft season, so everybody nitpicks. And, and I'm – you know, nobody's perfect. So you're trying to find, 
you know, the smallest of nits on everybody. And even last year on Deshaun, it was like, you know, there's certain things. You know, sometimes intermediate accuracy is not where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. He threw 17 interceptions, decision-making. Man, sometimes he gets a little impatient and those things. And then you see him here and you're like, oh, I don't even care. He's yeah. gonna, He'll throw an interception, but that's fine because he'll come back and throw three touchdowns. Got to love that. Um, you know, because we'll, we'll we've that. seen around here what happens when a pick six gets thrown. A- absolutely. We've seen, we've absolutely. seen how that debilitates a, a, a guy yeah. and a team. Yeah, um, and he did it against Cleveland, and then came back and did it against Seattle. I'm thinking, oh, my goodness. Because that first drive against Seattle, he throws the bomb, and you think, man, okay, this is going to be a really interesting day. Yeah. Three and out on Seattle, get the ball, hit Hopkins against Sherman down the, the right numbers, and you're like, ready to deal again. Oh, my mm-hmm. goodness, what is going on? And then Earl Thomas takes that one for six, and you thought, oh, all right, here, okay. Now comes the avalanche and went right oh. down the field, and that's when I realized – this kid, this kid's ridiculously good. Yeah. Ridiculous. We're going to have before. interceptions. They're going to be some of those plays, but they're going to be negated at the end of the day because he does so many good things on the field, and that's that was the thing. After that game, nobody really talked about the pick six. And I said it before, going into that game with everything that happened that week, mm-hmm. I think any other quarterback in this franchise's history that starts that game, it's Lambs going to a slaughter Instead, you darn near win that game. It's you're absolutely right. I it, it was amazing, Drew, going into that game, and I know you get on Twitter every now and again, and I I read everything going up to that game, and I I can't tell you the number of tweets that I saw from people from national columnists to analysts to people who played the game. I remember, you know, I remember Jeff Schwartz, who I I he, he's got a great Twitter account. Former offensive lineman, his brother Mitchell is a tackle for the Chiefs, and Jeff mm-hmm. played for a long time. Played at Oregon. Jeff's really good, and I just remember him making a comment on Twitter about how he didn't think there was any way, with everything that had been going on, the Texans could even show up. And in, 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 he wasn't saying this in a negative way, but he's like, "How do you have pride and go out and play?" Because I just don't see them doing that. Yeah. They're going to get wiped. And then the comments afterwards, like nobody referenced all that stuff that was going on. All anybody could talk about was that was maybe the best quarterback duel we've seen. Mm-hmm. Like all that was put in, in the rear the view Seahawks mirror. were saying that the, the Seahawks were, yeah, I mean, the Seahawks was, were saying that it was it was yeah. incredible. I mean, I, my favorite moments in that game was Jerron Reed, the very first play of the game, <laughs> standing up and you could see him on the all twenty two. He's gesturing. I saw it. I saw it happen like right away. And I was like, I wrote down my notes like, well, okay, go back and look at that. He's gesturing wildly on the other side. He's pointing at Watson on the very first. He's like uh-huh. pointing at him, and he's just—he could just see the way he's gesturing. Like, I'm gonna get that man. We need to get him. And they're all and he just lit him up. Yeah. And I just remember thinking, Sharon Reed trying to call his shot just got called out. It was, it was, it was fantastic. So Fun day. you have that on your team. There's no doubt. And That's I have, team, uh, I have 2012 uh, Denver win on my team with Matt Shop. Yes, so you I've do. Got that. Yeah, you, you you can move the ball. I can move the ball. Yeah, we just do it in different ways. So next week. Defense. Defense. Uh-huh. All right. Defense and special teams. Defense and special. And I'm going to write a little article about right. this, recapping everything, so it'll be in that form. But will be perfect. We thank you for listening to In the Lab. We love you for listening to In the Lab. John, great work as always. As always. Drew, Can't wait fun. to go to Indianapolis with you, and we will do an In the Lab from Indianapolis. And spliced in next week on that In the Lab from Indianapolis, we're going to name drop all the famous oh, uh, media folks that we see while we're doing our, our podcasts. Absolutely. So, until then... Hasta la vista, baby.